Welcome for the second time to Extra Echo number five. Uh, it's the Games from Christmas Past uh, special edition for Ooh. 2020. Instead of a regular episode, we're going to talk about games uh, from the holiday season in uh, times before a global pandemic and before <laughs> this podcast and before any of us were friends with each other. What so, a better uh, time to be alive. Wow. <laughs> to, to, bring, uh, to bring in that holiday cheer, <laughs> I'm Blaze. With me this week is Aaron. Hey. He's with you every week. Most weeks. Rob. Hey. And Anthony. Hi. All right. <laughs> Wonderful holiday cheer in Anthony's voice right there. An- uh, Anthony, like, he, like, just went from, like, pure maniacal laughter to, hi. Yeah. As as every holiday season, um, it gets some of us down, gets some of us, uh, you know, feeling the joy of the holiday. But I've, I've been compared to the Grinch many, many a time. Well, yeah. So Whose fault is that? <laughs> I think it's yours for doing the maniacal laugh and for Does sneaking the down. Does even maniacally laugh? I mean, we'll have. I know I think he does like the wide ass smile, but he doesn't maniacally laugh to himself. Jim, you see, in the Jim Carrey movie. Oh God, I've never seen that movie. That's I got shame. That, I got that, I like movie that movie on VHS for Christmas one year from a friend of mine. Well, let's you watch think, it. You, you think I, the, the theme song for me would be like, you're an incel. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't say that. It's good that we're, we're not now. on Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <They're banned. laughs> well, Blaze, you, uh, so, you better edit out that part. <laughs> oh, I guess I have to, yeah. Wait, yeah. what part? <laughs> Doing all this work I have to do now. It's your fault. I get a notepad. <laughs> That's Anthony's Christmas present to you. Editing work. Yeah. Just like you, Aaron. Ha ha. The anyway, gift that keeps on giving. So what 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 comes to mind when you think about video games and uh, like I guess not necessarily the Christmas holiday, but the break between like Christmas and New Year's. Like there's even if you didn't get anything for the season there's got to be like a game you remember definitively like we'll just start the conversation there at least where you started like playing it fond memories that the coziness of that game or brings you like memories every year the nostalgia who wants to go first uh i can go first i mean uh a few things come to mind um i mean most of all nowadays like from like high school onward it was like the time that i was like okay i'm gonna gauge out like when i can get really into a game like for some reason i was very mechanical uh for a (laughs) while with it like uh god what was it yeah i got really into like certain kind of online games a lot when i was like during the holidays and then I would switch out. But um, the biggest thing that comes to mind is something that I'm wondering how many of us went through here too. And it's um, again, every single podcast, we need to bring it up when kingdom hearts chain of memories was coming yeah. out. Uh, I saw the ads for it because like, 
I wasn't on the internet a lot. Um, and I saw the, like, little cutscenes they put into it. And a commercial was like, oh my god, they made a sequel? Oh god! And it was like, <laughs> like, and I ran to, like, my dad. I was like, dad, you gotta get on the phone with Santa. You gotta get on the phone with Santa and tell me, tell him to get Chain of Memories. And I, I, just please. And so, uh. How did you know Santa had a phone? Uh, listen. I guess he assumed it. Oh, God, they know too much now. Um, Why would you assume Santa has a phone? No, no, he doesn't have a phone. What are you talking about, Aaron? God, why would you ask? I mean, (laughs) it's not like I know stuff that other people don't know. Um, Oh, God. I have to lose all these. It's kind of suspicious. Uh, Okay, so anyway, uh, you know, Kingdom Hearts uh, Chain of Memories is coming out. Um, And I, Christmas morning... I go downstairs and like uh, there's this tiny uh, box uh, wrapped up and I was like, oh, I guess that's my, oh, it's my present. Okay. And I, I sat there and I was like, is it socks? Did Santa screw me this year? And I did. And then you picked it up and threw it on the ground. You're like, <laughs> I don't want these socks. <laughs> and then you started stepping on I just on started them, sma- like, jumping on socks it. for a Christmas. <laughs> and then you looked down. And then I saw the case that shattered out. Eyes, yeah. And I was like, no, Sora. Uh, uh, but no, I opened it when the time came around and I was like, oh, it's for the Game Boy. <laughs> Yeah, I, do it. I yeah. had no idea it was on the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. And so that was uh, the moment Robert Corr started looking into games before buying them. <laughs> Basically. Did you did you have a Game Boy at that point? Or I, d- I think I did. I think I did. Uh, okay, cool, cool. If not, I think... Uh, it, uh, who knows? Um, it might have been like my birthday later on that year i got got a game boy well yeah um yeah. well hey for six months having to wait you know yeah. for uh how do you for, to play that game would be really tough i know that for sure yeah but um i think i got into it and then i was like oh wait this is uh like i i went into it thinking oh, okay like what i would think now and it'd be like okay it's not gonna be that important to the series it's probably just going to be a fun thing <laughs> and and boom that one oh, turns out if you how naive we were yeah if you jump <laughs> from chain of memories to two you're gonna have a lot of questions uh, jump from one to yeah. two you're gonna have a lot of questions about the in-between for sure but um yeah yeah that's what that's the biggest uh christmas story i have you know aside from like i don't know last year i remember the biggest thing was uh, Star Wars Fallen Order, um, mm-hmm. and that was pretty cool. So nice, yeah, sweet. <laughs> um, to to riff on your uh, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories story, <laughs> I too got that for Christmas. Oh, um, there we go. <laughs> and I, I mean, obviously, I saw the commercials and stuff, and I was big into Kingdom Hearts. But I also had like an older sister who uh, who would like help my parents with all that all that stuff but i do remember specifically about that christmas which i didn't remember this until you mentioned that you got chain of memories for christmas 
So I got, not only I got Chain of Memories, but I got um, a DS. I remember that, like the original like silver fat DS. Um, I got Mario 64 DS remake. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe I got like, I probably got other stuff too. But it, I got the, like the, a series of unfortunate events, mo- like movie video game. I got that too. GameCube. Yeah. <laughs> And so I basically I got I didn't even care about Mario 64 DS. I only cared about Dang. like Kingdom Hearts. And so I immediately for the dual screen, this thing that you're supposed to like look at all like you have another screen, it's a touch screen, all this technology. Put chain of memories into the into the slot for the Game Boy and just played that and just that was it. Uh my child brain was satiated. And then I also remember I had the GameCube like gba attachment for the bottom of it and uh i remember going over to a cousin's house and that my sister really wanted to play the the series of unfortunate events game mm-hmm. but i was like really interested in just playing they made a chain game of memories of yeah yeah they, it was like multi-plat i'm pretty sure it was like on ps2 yeah. and uh xbox at the time it was like one of those where like it was just kind of like a light platformer that for some reason the era of movie a uh, movie tie-in games yeah, yeah. i'm pretty <laughs> sure the game ca- even came with like free movie tickets for the film or something oh. I'm sh- <sighs> yeah but you had to be like six i think or those something. are still redeemable probably not <laughs> let's go to the theater the Netflix, uh... Uh. but uh yeah i remember playing chain of memories on the on like the tv and it was like wow yeah just like the old game. <laughs> it's I, the new old game. No, I really like Chain of Memories. That was very uh very fond memories of that. Yeah. But um the the thing I remember I also got the Game Boy Advance uh plug in for the GameCube. But mm-hmm. but for some reason you've seen my basement, right, Blaze? I believe so. I for some reason, I had moved my TV down into my basement at that time. I don't know why. I think I was like classic. <laughs> and and I was I was listen. It wasn't like that. Okay, trust me. Uh, I'm gonna edit that out of the podcast. <laughs> listen, we already have established you got your work cut out for you already. <laughs> oh, I know. Every week, I, I know what you guys are thinking. I was just saying, like. Yeah, that's like the typical like. Yeah, I didn't. I wouldn't put it that way either. Kid, listen, teenager. Listen, then, uh, then don't worry about. I just about want it. to hang out in my basement because that's cooler than hanging out in my room. Literally, for whatever reason. Yeah, and that's what it was. It totally, was just that. Don't worry about it. Anyway, so. Uh... All right. Dude. <laughs> but yeah, for some reason, I remember being. I remember finally beating Chain of Memories on a GameCube like in this haunted creepy basement and, and then so, you found out there was a whole second part of the game and, you and, played as Riku. yeah <laughs> i got up and i was like oh, i'll see i'll replay it and then i started it again i was like wait riku's here wait why is he yeah. on the screen everybody's here you know uh, yeah, so, exactly like, it was honestly, the original smash knowing that riku was playable was pretty I didn't even know until I le- like the legit beat Sora's side because I just didn't <laughs> wasn't on the internet. So I that was like one of the most hype moments in Kingdom Hearts for me. I'll say, I like, kind of missed that era of 
gaming because not everything was leaked and you don't know every single piece oh, of content for real? in the game. Because now, especially with like YouTube, like the game is practically spoiled like long yeah. before it even comes out. Like yeah. when I yep. played uh, Marvel Spider-Man for the first time, I actively had to not go on the internet because like, yep. the final boss got spoiled for me. Just Jeez. within yep. like the first... Tank. Like, no, like within the first day of like owning it like I literally bought it at midnight played it for like three or four hours went to bed woke up checked up on YouTube and then I saw a thumbnail of like the final boss and I'm like are you fucking kidding <laughs> me man the um in Kingdom Hearts 3 the uh the part right before the end with uh on all I'll say I mean it the game's over a year old at this point the part with Xehanor uh, and uh, Kyrie, yeah, where he does the thing, yeah, that I saw in a GIF before the <laughs> before the game came out, Are you and I was like, me? "Bruh, what the heck? <laughs> How did you find it? Where were you? Wait, I was just literally scrolling on the internet, like, and were boom. you on Twitter or Facebook? Yeah, oh. I was on Twitter. Wait, and somebody I turned, can't believe somebody turned the sex scene into a GIF. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Oh. Lots of edits on this podcast already. Oh my uh, god. The, uh, happy yeah, so, um, XX Xmas. Me... Anyway. Um Wow. Well, so the Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories um Christmas reminds me of the Christmas before. That Christmas I had just moved um from New Jersey to New York and I was like ten I guess at this point and I was like kinda I, no, no, I was nine, I guess, and I was kind of bummed out, like, and I remember over Thanksgiving, I played the original Kingdom Hearts for the first time, and it was pretty magical, and then uh, for Christmas, the hottest item, the biggest gift that I, go, that I wanted was Kirby uh, Nightmare in Dreamland for the Game Boy mm. Advance, and, like, it was sold out everywhere, y- you couldn't get it, and... I remember, um, I remember my mom was like, "Yeah, you can open one gift bef- on Christmas Eve," which was an unusual thing for her to do, and um, I was like, "This one," and it was obviously like Game Boy Advance box size, and I was like, "Hopefully, please be the thing," and it was the thing. Yeah, I was glued to that game until I beat it, and I think uh, it's one of my favorite Kirby games of all time. Nice. Just so, so I still have that cartridge. Oh man. <sighs> yeah, that's those are the, those are the good the good memories, you know. <laughs> so, anybody else ever play uh, Kirby Tilt and Tumble? No, on the Game Boy. What is no. that? Like the original it was Game like, Boy. Yeah, it was on the Game Boy Color. Okay. Um, Did it have one of those like like big cartridges with like a battery that goes in it? I think so. Yeah, it was like the fat cartridge because the game used like tilt controls. It, like the gyroscope was in the yeah, cartridge. Yeah, I think so. I remember like one of the <laughs> Pokemon pinball games had a yeah kind of thing, and it was like um yeah, it was like a like a pinball like uh you had to tilt the Game Boy to like get Kirby through the level, and you could like like flick it up to make him jump. <laughs> huh. So you'd be like thrashing around your Game Boy trying to play this game. It's awesome. I don't know why I had that game. We just had it. Interesting. Yeah. It's so strange that like yeah. uh, like the 
pre-innovation where like the mm-hmm. carts had to be unique before they like just put it in the system and everyone like out of like, every single kirby game that could ever possibly exist that was like <laughs> the one that we had awesome yeah i remember playing the like the like one of the early kirby's on like the original game boy that's a very early non-christmas related memory that <laughs> i have and then when i got um i don't know how i even knew nightmare and dreamland was coming out or oh, anything I, nightmare of, on dreamland. I don't remember how i figured it out or learned about it in any way the only thing that i knew is that i wanted that game like just it spawned in my brain i knew it was coming out or was out i wanted it for christmas don't remember any other context to it and uh, i remember loving it every second of it i'm pretty sure they had a lot of ads for it on tv that was when the show was premiering remember the little jingle that they had too it was like a commercial like kirby's face kind of uh, taking center stage yeah i think um I might have gotten a GameCube the same year. I just don't remember because what Kirby year was, was that? such a. I I think it was a um, was it two thousand two two or three? I don't even know. I guess it was two thousand two because if I was nine, yeah. So everyone knows how old I am now. Because I got my um, GameCube like when Pikmin came out. <laughs> oh, dude! I have um, I have I found um a Pikmin bookmark. From the original Pikmin, I remember <laughs> oh my being, God. being in nice. elementary school, and they would have these like I I have a Pokemon Coliseum one, if I'm not mistaken, oh my or maybe it was God. Stadium Two. Yeah, like they I would be in elementary school, we go to the library for some presentation, and they'd hand you a Nintendo like game bookmark. I don't know why it just was like awesome to Can't get you excited about reading. It never happened. I was only excited for those bookmarks so I could just have them. I don't even know. <laughs> but I don't know how they survived either. So it's just like, okay. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's um, still fucking cool. Um, yeah. That's, um, that's like immediate to mine. I remember, I guess if I got a GameCube, then I also got Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah. Um, and then I would have, I think one Christmas, yeah, for real, I think one, one Christmas I definitely got, um, a Sonic, um, what were they? Sonic Advance? Maybe I got like Sonic Advance 3 or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really liked that game too. I remember playing like many late nights playing that game. I got like, Sonic Advance. Which Sonic Advance? It was three, if I'm not mistaken. I really like um, the Sonic Advance series. I think, I mean, I wish there were more like, it was like new Sonic, but with old, mm-hmm. like, think original Sonic gameplay. The last time they did anything like that was like Sonic Rush Adventures, I believe. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I would really like, um, like, let's say they do a Forces style game, but with Mania, like the Mania team did like a new Sonic with so, old like, Sonic. So like they did like, old sonic gameplay but with like the newer gen sonic characters yeah and in the style of like the show i guess and 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 or mania because like i'd Mm. really like to have the new sonic design or like the the current sonic design like shadow in there like the cool one yeah he looks cool instead of like 
the like the rounded Mickey Mouse looking Sonic, <laughs> you know, the cute one. I mean, it is. Like, I have seen a lot of like Twitter artists interpret characters like Rouge and Shadow in the classic style, and they tend to they tend to look pretty fun. I would like a both, you know. I would, yeah. I would definitely like a celebration of both. Like, yeah, that'd be interesting. I think it would be really good for the brand too. I mean, what is it? Sonic's thirty. How old is Sonic? Thirty fifth. No, it's thirty. It's just thirty. It's thirty. Thirty. He's okay. five years younger than uh, Mario. Yeah. Which, I mean, he's only True. a fifteen-year-old hedgehog. You'd think that that middle-aged plumber would be uh, significantly older than him. Yeah. You know how old Mario is. Well, exactly. I, I mean, Ash ages about the same way as Sonic does. He doesn't. Oh. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. Um, what else? Any other? I remember one year I got the Arkham City when that came out, whatever year that was. I want to um, say 2012 or 2011? It might have been. Is memory were in high school? So I was. I, I didn't would, know I was in high school. And I was a freshman in college. Kid. It was 2011. It was my first year of my first uh, Christmas break, like or winter break back, and it was like basically the start of the break. I think I got my wisdom teeth out, and oh, I couldn't do anything. And then I got. I think I was so out of it, I couldn't even like celebrate christmas properly so and then like i remember it was like the day after christmas when i started to feel like a human being again (laughs) and my mom was like yeah we got you this thing and i was like cool and so like it was bad it was uh yeah it was arkham city and for the next like three to four days i just played that game that was it i just like stayed in my room like and just that was it and i had a really i i really like um obviously the arkham games are good at least two of the four are good um <laughs> so it's a 50 percent one guess. of them has uh, really good game arkham mechanics board mm-hmm. which which one uh night except for you know a big game mechanic that they put into it so you mean all the stuff from from city that they brought in tonight <laughs> and then the one part which they brought in for for exclusively Fortnite that we that like no, no one cares about uh the batmobile was overused and it was just like not fun yeah. to me it was boring it was so boring like I, i'm excited to stealth as this you don't want to play as the batmobile in your batman game <laughs> That game came out the same year The Witcher did, right? I think it came out like a month or two before The Witcher. I don't even remember. Three. How long that, ago oh, did... Uh, Arkham Knight, that is. How long ago did Knight come out? 2015. Yeah. Oh, it's been five years? Good lord. Yeah. That feels mm-hmm. so long ago. We haven't had a new Arkham game. I guess... Have we had a Rocksteady game since then? No, the, I guess not. the next one is... Mm. What are they doing? The Suicide Squad yep. next? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so the so well we'll see i'm sure the suicide squad will be good it doesn't look like they chose any characters that are car based haha <laughs> so you never I mean, know they're gonna have their uh suicide car <laughs> the, the, the squad mobile uh, you know what would be really cool is if they made a teenage mutant ninja turtles game then you can have some uh whatever their turtles man and then uh, shoot pizza at people that. That'd be awesome. Honestly, the only TMNT game I want is if they made an adaptation of the rise of the TMNT. That'd be cool. 
Yeah. I mean, there's probably be insane. There's probably something like that for like the DS, but like. You mean the 3DS? Because that show is like super recent. It'd probably be a Switch at this point, but also everywhere else. Because I mean, if you can design it for the Switch, you can design it for anything. Honestly, the only people who could like animate that game properly in like that show's style would be like Cyber Connect. And they would not. They would not. No one would. No one at Nickelodeon would pay that much money. No, no. Like that game would be so budget. And I mean, they did pay Platinum to make a Korra game, but that Korra game wasn't very good. So I haven't played it. A YouTuber that I follow played it and. It was, it was like yeah it's all right it's fine it's not good it's not what you'd want i guess from a like platinum avatar game like, apparently platinum. it's like a b team type thing or at least that's what yeah. i'm across it's no ben 10 protector of earth i've never played that and i always want <laughs> it's, actually, on it's actually pretty good from what i remember it might have aged terribly but i don't know I mean, I've seen the models lying around, and, like, the models age, like, no, but, I mean, it's, whatever, it's a PS2 game. Although, PS2. that's an insult to PS2 games, because Kingdom Hearts 2 still <laughs> looks pretty great. So, yeah, well, I mean, that's just the timeless style of Kingdom Hearts uh, as, as a series, I guess. Maybe oh, not. Right, dude. Maybe not the current, like, 3 may not be considered timeless. It's kind of like that jump from They're- Disney's... Uh, the, the Disney animation from 2D to 3D, I guess it's kind of similar to that. Yeah, because, like, I mean, don't You think me Sora's original outfit is timeless? Hell yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, he looks like Mickey Mouse, so, I mean, yeah, it's sure. In, it's intentional, yeah. It's goofy, but, I mean... No, that's a different character. It's like, I knew you were, <laughs> were going to fucking say that, too. Okay, podcast over. T- close it's it up. Easy, right? God really funny um has anyone ever gotten a like a video game console like i I guess i have like my parents were really good like they went all in on christmas uh i think that's like like uh just their their thing but i was very fortunate i remember getting an n64 one year that was big and i got majora's mask and Pokemon. Oh, nice. It was the Pikachu edition, N64. So I got, like, Pokemon Snap, Majora's yeah. Mask, which scared the crap out of me. Did not like Majora's <laughs> Mask at all. To this day, it still creeps me out. Um, so, Pokemon Snap, it came it came bundled with um, Hey You Pikachu, and had the little mic, and you could just talk to Pikachu. <laughs> um, that was I remember novel. that commercial. Yeah. Um, Pokemon Puzzle League definitely was really into Pokemon, so obviously got a bunch of Pokemon games. Um, I don't know. I it had to no, it couldn't have been the same time that I don't even remember when the original Game Boy came out. Like the Game Boy Advance, I guess. I don't remember when that came out. Like what year that was? Two thousand one, maybe. Dang. Really. Feels like really late. I feel like I'm missing Christmases together then, because I don't, I don't know if if like I got them at the same time or if it was two different Christmases, but in the same 
room march 21 2001 game boy advance released it huh i mean hey it doesn't seem uh super far-fetched but no i remember getting a game boy advance a different year and i got it was like the toys r us exclusive indigo or midnight whatever the heck color it was called and it had like the toys r us logo on it which i thought was very interesting for nintendo product Mm -hmm. um even as a kid the first game i played the first next gen game boy game that i played was jackie chan adventures oh my god (laughs) hell yeah nice yeah for sure yep i i remember uh the one console I got for Christmas was the PS3. And hmm. my next gen first game that I really wanted was Dynasty Warriors Gundam. And, oh, no. awesome. and I played the hell out of that. Man. Do you know what kind of PS3 it was? Was it like the fat one? The original it was the, it was one? the fat like one. The tw- it was the big old original one. How many gigabytes do you remember? Uh, I don't know. All I can tell you is that it blew up from the inside after seven years. <laughs> so did it? Did it have backwards compatibility at it all? It did. Or not? It did. Okay, so I I assume it had to be a, a twenty, sixty, or eighty gigabyte model. Yeah. Um, because I did it. Was it bundled with any games at all? Do you know? Uh, it had like the motocross like game motor storm motor storm yeah i think you got an 80 gigabyte model and i only like ask all these questions because uh i also for one christmas got a ps3 bundled with motor storm and um it ah, was backwards compatible motor storm. and that's that's an old one. yeah <laughs> they just like they made like two of them like motor storm and motor storm <laughs> pacific drift i think that's what it was called mm-hmm. and then they just and didn't do anything else with the franchise i guess whatever um what is what's that game that's coming out it's not destruction all-stars right i would not know it's like destruction road redemption oh it's like the one that looks like monday night combat but with cars yeah that's like that's what i feel is new motor storm mm-hmm. so like, because, like, the carnage, the next-gen carnage that you get to see in MotorStorm is, like, that was a, a console, like, power seller. Like, the <laughs> power of the system. Look at the wreckage. Uh, yeah, so. Witness the wreckage. MotorStorm is fine, but uh, I remember booting up, like, Kingdom Hearts 2 to see if it would work because the 80-gigabyte models, as time passed, was not was not perfect emulation. It was software emulation instead of, like, a literally yeah. system on a chip emulation like the original that's why the playstation uh 3 was so expensive right out of the gate because they had a literal ps2 inside of it so yeah <laughs> but well whatever. i I'll, some of the games i got for christmas are kind of uh unpopular to say the least uh, all right hit us well you probably never heard of them <laughs> not, no, you've heard of them. They're just very, uh, very uh, negatively received. Um, All right, I'm very curious. You have my <laughs> attention, Anthony. One of them was uh, okay. Christmas of 2005. I got Shadow the Hedgehog. Awesome! Oh, my first Sonic game. And it's uh, the origin story of uh, Anthony of how he became the way he is. No, I always was a big Shadow fan, so I was just really excited to play it just because. 
oh boy, my my main man's getting his own game. Hell yeah! And it's like, what system was it for? I think I got the PS2 version initially, which is arguably one of the worst versions of the game because I've played <laughs> both the PS2 version and the GameCube version, and the GameCube version does run a lot smoother. Like it has That's a, so weird. It has a better frame. R- well, I mean. The same kind of thing happened with Sonic Heroes, because, like, PS2 Sonic Heroes compared to GameCube Sonic Heroes is, like, slightly worse. Like, the frame rate, the frame yeah, rate is worse. Yeah, I, like, didn't even consider, like, Sonic and the PS2 as, like... Not, you, you forgot. I'm like, Aaron on this yeah. one. <laughs> I, know, I didn't even know they, like, really released Sonic games in, for the In my mind, yeah. they, those were GameCube exclusive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, like, uh, I think around Heroes is the time Sonic went multi-platform. Uh, and uh, Was Shadow the Hedgehog on Xbox? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And with so Heroes. I will mm-hmm. say, I will say that I, for one, thought Sonic was like a like a Nintendo exclusive like franchise. <laughs> because of Adventure 2? Like after, yes. After, like, I knew Sonic belonged to Sega, but when Sega stopped making consoles, I was like, Sonic is Nintendo now. And then after that, when I saw that Shadow the Hedgehog was on, like, Xbox, didn't consider the PS2 version to exist or whatever. And then it, with Sonic Heroes, it was GameCube because it had Sonic in the title. Yeah. So Shadow was the aberration of, like, <laughs> I'm on Xbox. I'm the edgy character. I'm on the edgy system. He was so I mean, edgy, he switched content. I mean, you know what? That's, that's actually a, a funny way of looking at it. Yeah, because Xbox is the at least at the time, was the system for all of the, the hip, cool kids The cool Halo. kids, yeah. yeah. I, l- was, I remember was... being terrified of the Xbox. The way, like, the the like the big black box that, like, no one wanted to buy in other countries <laughs> because it was terrifying. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, that's how I felt as well. Just I mean, my first impression of it. All of, of the was... games for Xbox, like, even, like, the 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 more child friendly platformer games had a little bit more of an edge to them. Mm-hmm. You see, like blinks, yeah. the, like blinks the cat is a little edgier than your average fucking platformer character. You see, I always first glance. I always associated the Xbox with Mountain Dew for some reason. <sighs> I, well, hey, also true. Hey, Halo and uh, and Mountain Dew go hand in hand. Call of Duty as well. I was. I think, I think that's probably because of the last like decade yeah and i i hated mountain dew so i never went to uh the xbox <laughs> Dang. that's why honestly though, i know not a real gamer have I you know. ever had um a 360 or anything i thought you were gonna ask have i ever had a mountain dew <laughs> <laughs> i was just gonna say though like i, I know shadow's like a um uh, like a meme game and it's like shat on a lot but i don't think the game itself is bad but i do hate it ultimately because it like popularized like the caricatured meme shadow that exists within the franchise today so that's like one thing i don't like about it outside of just being like a mediocre to okay sonic game okay well your i think your opinion is valid i think i've seen you personally play shadow the hedgehog in the same well you were in the same room and it was on tv and you were playing it and you were telling everyone in the room how this was the best gun and then you were doing a bunch of stuff on screen and i was like this is real life 
this is a real game that exists. I mean, like I knew it's a Shadow of the Hedgehog game. existed. Yes. Yeah. This is within like the past like three years that this would have happened. I remember wanting to play it a lot, but I never ended up getting it. And then when I saw you playing it, I was like, wow, this really just looks like Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> Honestly, it's guns. nothing like Adventure. I'd say it's more like it's more like heroes with guns, except you just play a shadow instead of like two other characters. I mean, like, like is graphically it, is and it, like it runs on the same a lot of the mechanics. Honestly, yeah, exactly. I would say it runs more. It's more closer to heroes just because it has like the same engine, reuses a lot of assets. Because like Adventure Two, like it's the movement's a lot more smooth compared to Shadow. Because Shadow's acceleration is just completely bonkers because he just goes super there's like there's no build up to his top speed he just goes to his top speed like as soon as you just hit forward nice. um, and the, like there's more the, the the combat too like the homing attack is it's like this in adventure 2 it feels like i have more control over the homing attack as far as like holding it shadow and where he's gonna go or i guess shadow and sonic but in shadow's specific game because it's like heroes you know uh the homing attack is a little more rigid in my opinion i, I mean I, I, I don't know it just felt more rigid to me not to, i get you not to mention like the the perspective of like the view of the character like here like adventure 2 has a little more enclosed um, scale so where shadows model looks a little bigger as opposed to heroes and shadow where it's zoomed out not to mention I don't I'm kind of split on how I feel about the individual character models because on one hand I like the adventure 2 models even if they are very very dated but in heroes and shadows models are fine but they do have this weird kind of gloss to them that makes them feel more plastic than actual characters yeah that's why i thought uh heroes looked so much better yeah because everything was shiny well that and heroes 2 has is isn't like this weird like like muted color scheme for everything because i guess shadow is really going in on oh this is the dark game so we're gonna have a lot of darker environments and honestly the the only that's how you do it right yeah, if his name's Shadow Zach the Hedgehog's Snyder. the Michael Bay movie of the um, Sonic would, franchise. I would say it's the Zack Snyder of <laughs> wow. the, of the Sonic <laughs> the Hedgehog. Wow. Are you going to make all those Snyder fans really mad? I mean, listen, guys, like I don't hate Zack Snyder. I, I like uh, 300 <laughs> as much as the next guy. And Sucker Punch is fun to watch, <laughs> but I ain't going to pretend like the, the man just just makes nothing but gold because that would be a lie <laughs> so to uh bring it back um <laughs> i've only had mountain dew once in my life oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had mountain dew called red no just a regular original mountain dew and it was one time in my life i've never Dang. had any other mountain dew if, a regular uh, mountain dew is like not that good i mean yeah that's how i like I the thought. flavors a lot like once code red is good many. code red's fine gamer fuel <laughs> that one's actually like? right that's a that's a that's a flavor there's a flavor called gamer fuel yeah what the <laughs> it's actually good when that come out when did make that one i don't know like 2006 or seven. i just love that they've embraced the fact it's a gamer drink at this i point. think that was when halo 3 came out I'm not it's the fuel for they gamers. started doing that yeah 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 that was 2000 what seven 
Yeah. Yeah. Aaron, you might be the only one. And it was limited to, but it was really good. You might be the only one out of everyone else to possibly play and or hear of this game. But uh, Mm -hmm. I got this. I got this. My friend Ian got me this game for Christmas. Um, I believe it was like Christmas of my, I want to say, seventh grade year of middle school. Um, I think I, I got Blitz the League 2 for Christmas. Oh, nice. And that was, I, I honestly really loved that game. Uh, it's definitely one of the best football games you can get outside of, like, the PlayStation yeah, 2 got Madden. It. <laughs> Sh- shut the f- I knew you were going to make a, a <laughs> shitty joke like that, too. Listen, wow. we all know the best sport. Just because you like NHL games. <laughs> well, I mean, I haven't, dude, I haven't played an NHL game in like a, over a decade. Okay, okay. Wow. You, you know, NHL, it's, it's pretty good, but have you ever played NPPL no, Championship Paintball 20, uh, 2009? No. Yeah, this Christmas podcast <laughs> is going crazy. Yeah, talking about a lot of Christmas awesome. stuff right now. Really fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so you got this game for Christmas? I I did. Wait, are you talking to me or Rob? Blitz. Yes, <laughs> I got the Blitz game for Christmas because my friend got it for me because he knows I am a pretty big football fan, um, and I also I, I also get kind of bored of Madden because Madden hasn't really been good in a very long time. Which is why I don't yeah, those games are boring. Those so they are so fucking boring. I haven't bought a Madden game since like Madden two thousand nine, and even then, two two thousand nine and even like isn't even better than fucking two thousand five, which is like the peak of Madden, if I'm honest. Madden hasn't been good since um they had to compete with Joe Montana's football. <laughs> so well, regardless, Blitz the League sets itself apart because it does not have the license of the nfl so there's it's so all, they're just it's all completely original football teams um you they have superpowers no yeah that's it's N- just regular football no it's just regular football with the advent of you basically cheating like crazy players being able to yeah that's their superpower the, wait so like you're a member of they're able to, able to so you're like part they, of the patriots well, wow. no. When I say cheat, I mean like after the play is done, you take your helmet and beat the opponent's head in. That's like real life football. Or, or you, or you know, hey, you want to tackle a player, drop kick him instead, or you wanna you wanna injure a guy so bad his nuts blow up. Well, guess what? You can do that. Okay. XFL the game. Okay. <laughs> Basically. That's awesome. Anthony. Like you, can perform wrestling takedowns in this game. Is XFL still a thing that exists? No, it is not. I think not. they tried to bring it back. Anthony, it's I, not. Recently. I have What's a, up, Rob? I have a very important thing to say to you that I think is going to motivate you to do something, and it's going to help make the greatest NFL game. I already feel like I know where this is going. Since <laughs> if you do thing. the Little Nicky anime... <laughs> Oh, uh, wait, what, what, how do so we go from water, bo- water boy oh, to water uh, boy? I was joking. For, uh, for, for listeners uh, of the podcast, 
Rob um, and Anthony have been going on about this like, feud, this insight joke about uh, Anthony does animation for anyone who yeah. didn't already know that. And Rob wants uh, Anthony to animate the feature length film of The Water Boy. I thought he just wanted me to do an anime opening. This is this the feature film part is fucking new. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, right, the latest one it doesn't have to be a feature film. It has to be a series. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> That's even worse than a movie. Awesome. So Which yeah, what yeah. is it? So yeah, so you just was, do that. Uh, he wants you to do all of that, um, actually. And then because no. I mean, the, the yeah. series has to have a, a like an anime intro as well. What about exactly. the movie? Yeah, well, that has to, to be that. the tie-in movie. There's going to be a tie-in. <laughs> yeah. right. Is there even enough story to go off what? of to make Oh, you have to also write the story. <laughs> the movie would be the prequel to uh, The Water Boy. Am I getting uh, paid line. for any of this hypothetical? We'll worry about yeah, that Rob, later. We'll worry about that oh, later. Well, no, I okay. need to worry about that and now. So, so anyway, so that's going to lead into a, a video game tie-in, and it's going to be really yeah. great. True. And the 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 uh, Water Boy um, series, movie, video game tie-in, all of that um, will will tie into a larger Adam Sandler verse. What? Excuse. Which you will you will animate every single. Yeah. Adam I didn't Sandler agree to any of this. And then and then you're gonna way. do the sequel. You're gonna change your animation style to the animation style of Eight Crazy Nights, and you're gonna do the sequel to Eight Crazy Nights. <laughs> I have not agreed to do It'll any of this. It'll be called Nine this. Crazy Nights. Stop this. This bit sucks. Nine Crazy Days. Nine Crazy oh, Nice, you got it. Yeah, bit there it is. sucks. <laughs> I want uh, off this podcast. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be really tough for you to animate pixels, I know. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I hate doing it. Awesome. Well, if you think well, about it, if he's animating on his computer, then he's always animating pixels. True. Oh, well. shut up. <laughs> the, awesome. the lot of you, you're all awful. It's a Christmas miracle here. Uh, here on the Echo Screen podcast. <laughs> I want to steal Christmas. I do remember uh, one year I got, um, I think it was the year before I got the PS3, I got an Xbox 360. And the game, the premier game, there were two games that I got from my memory. One was uh final fantasy 11 for the xbox 360 oh my God. <laughs> and the online game 99 nights which is a dynasty warriors clone game dang um i remember those and games. of the two of the of the two games <clears throat> i played the free downloadable arcade game hexic <laughs> more than either both either of those games i couldn't even play um Final Fantasy XI because one yeah. I didn't I didn't have a subscription and two the Xbox 360 does not have wireless built into the console and so I had to go to GameStop which I guess it was Babbage's the one I went to anyway to uh, uh, the day after Christmas fighting the hordes of people doing returns and exchanges <laughs> to get the hundred dollar uh, wireless network attachment for the 360. Then I only I from there I went home and I tried to play Final Fantasy Eleven, and I couldn't because I didn't have a subscription. Like, Dang. Oh, so I then played Ninety Nine Nights, and after about fifteen minutes, I had done everything the game had had to offer, <laughs> combat wise, and uh, that was my last Dynasty Warriors style game. 
Um, and my next Dynasty Warrior style game will be uh, Persona. Um, what is it? It's Strikers in the U.S. I guess so. Strikers, yeah, which I'm looking forward they, to. They did that. Or, or Super Persona Strikers, <laughs> the soccer game. Yeah, Anthony, you've been playing that soccer game with that anime soccer game. What, what is that? Captain Tsubasa. Yeah, have you talked about this on the podcast before? Because if you have, I void it out of my memory. <laughs> I don't think I did. All right, so I know it's not Christmas related, but hey, it's gonna be Christmas in a few days, so you know it, it gets grandfathered in. Tell me about this game. Well, okay, it's based off of a very, very old uh, franchise. Um, it, I think, I'm pretty sure it's a, a shonen. I don't know if it, it may or may not be by Shonen Jump. I'm pretty sure it is though. But it's about a a kid who wants to be a pro soccer player. Um, so it's like Haikyuu, Prince of Tennis, Slam Dunk, but soccer? Basically. I, I would put it in that spectrum of like, um, like that weird spectrum of like Ice Shield 21 or Kuroko no okay. where it's like, it's it's soccer and it's a sports thing, but it's embezzled as fuck to where okay. like the characters have borderline, like they have like borderline superpowers. Like it's not like... Each of them has a unique uh, uh, bloodline ability. No, it's not like that. But like, (laughs) it it ain't that crazy. But like, like some characters will have like these super exaggerated like shots. Like um, one character, uh, Hugo, for example, he has he has like the tiger shot, and so it's represented by like a giant light, and there's like a ethereal tiger in like a background around the ball as it's blazing through just like regular soccer yeah basically um <laughs> and there's like two different modes or like yeah one is a it's like a reenactment of I, I what i assume to be key events in the series where it's like a an arc of subasa's team uh trying to take nationals for the third time and interacting with all the other rivalries uh, in the series. And then after that, because that serves as more like an intro, you get to do the new hero mode where it does like a sort of Dragon Ball Xenoverse style thing where you get to make your own guy, um, choose a middle school to be a part of. Oh, hey, Ninja. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck, right. fuck you. Um, <laughs> you get to choose your own middle school to be a part of. And... Uh, take that team build your character up build their stats up and um eventually take them to the world circuit uh and represent japan in like this giant mega tournament against all it's these the rival players. anime soccer team calling you yeah so uh, quick question yeah. why does this game exist like <laughs> is the anime getting or manga getting like a like rest, like restored revived like I why does this game out now and why just why honestly i don't why did it get localized is what i want to know <laughs> I, I don't know because like i've heard of this the franchise before and but, mm-hmm. but i know it's not nearly that big in the west like i know it has like a big following in like uh in mexico mm-hmm, makes um, sense but i don't think like as far as i know like 
I, I've never, like, I've literally never met anyone in my real life who is a fan of this series. I had never heard of it until and, uh, I knew that you were playing this game. In fact, uh, like, the community, as far as, like, the competitive scene for the game is practically, it's like, it's not very big. But yeah. I, I think a lot of that has just has something to do with just the fact that there's, like, a big problem with like cheaters in the online mm. community where people are like blatantly hacking and cheating and Nam- that sucks. Namco Bandai isn't really doing anything about it. Classic. Classic. Like, I think <laughs> the top player in the world is a guy who cheats. Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I, I tend to like sports anime though, so I was and I I like a lot of stylized sports games. Like I I miss the era of like Super Mario Strikers, so it piqued my interest. Plus, like again, some of my favorite anime are sports anime. Like I I love Hajime no Ippo. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm, all right. I'm always about well, it. <laughs> thank you for that explanation of that game. Yeah, no um, problem. I'm sure it's on sale somewhere on some some gaming I mean, it's site. on steam it's on gate it's in a GameStop. like although i got lucky because uh, the copy i bought was the last one dang <laughs> they made no more after anthony bought that one yeah it's the last one in history unless you buy it <laughs> it was exclusively made just for you it's true was it though the competitive scene <laughs> there's only one player ranked number one in the world anthony known cheater no i'm just kidding uh <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to know what kind of game someone would make if it was just made specifically for me. Okay, yeah, that's not for the podcast. With, with that, <laughs> I'd like. Yeah, I'd like to ask. That's not for the podcast. I'd like. I'd like to ask. Uh, eventually, do we all want to give a suggestion of a game to pick up this holiday season? Oh, for sure. That sounds awesome. Actually, I already yeah. know where this is going. What? What do you think I'm going to say? You're going to tell me to get <laughs> Final Fantasy VII. Well, I wasn't um, going to, but actually, it's fifty percent off right now, so it, <laughs> it really would be is a really actually. great time to buy it. Yeah. yeah. Which also, my suggestion, if you guys were interested in a game or anyone listening, um, Thirteen Sentinels: Aegis Rim is what I've been playing recently, and I'm going to be like playing all day Christmas Day. I know that for a fact. I think but, Alex um, was telling me about that game too. Actually, it's thirty dollars off, so it's like fifty percent off on most uh, sites right now it's worth it i'm pretty sure if you buy it you will get the launch edition which comes with like a 36 page art book and the art in that game is gorgeous um i'm only like maybe five hours in and um it's awesome i'm really having a good time the characters are all really interesting and unique and some of their designs would make you believe that they're like a specific type of character like they're they would be stereotyped in a specific way um and some of them um don't meet those expectations they actually subvert um where you think they're going and they're a completely different type of character which i think is pretty cool um but uh yeah i think i think uh right now where i just got out of like the prologue tutorial or whatever it's um it feels like it's trying to it's like of an 80s style like we're spoofing on like 80s movies and like kaiju movies from like the 40s and or like i guess 50s on like uh like that kind of thing and uh the 2010s and whatever 
and they're like drawing from a bunch of different pop culture sources to kind of like tell the tale that they are but um it's not as straightforward i guess as the game like like convinces you it is and then it like is like oh here's this other layer that makes this like more unique and interesting than you thought before and that's cool and for i mean i never played odin sphere and um i know they made dragon's crown i think they made i think they made like um another game it was like an action game with like some story mode about this like either she was like a samurai or a ninja i remember having that for the vita don't remember what the name of it was yeah but i know odin Odin sphere was like an actual like rpg like a jrpg with like a big story people talk about that a lot like i really wanted it but Mm -hmm. i don't know why odin sphere is not like they they remade it for or or remastered it for the ps4 vita i don't know why that's just not on switch just why (laughs) not um yeah and i'm surprised dragon's crown isn't actually on switch but dragon's crown doesn't have a story at all it just says like really good art and um like all of their games have really good art but this has like really good art music and story so it's cool i'm i'm happy with it i'm excited to get um farther into it as well and it's like not a huge it's like i think around 30 to 35 hours it's not like a mega rpg it's all right um yeah so 13 sentinels aegis rim that's my Christmas this year. That's what I'm playing anyway. So. Nice. And I guess I will also be playing uh, Valhalla, which is the like bar- cyberpunk bartending game. That oh, is the, yeah. That's the cyberpunk game I'm going to be playing this holiday. <laughs> well, so. A good cyberpunk game. Yeah, it's not broken, at least. So. What's What's the other one that came out? It was like Ghost Runner? That's a- yeah. Ghost Runner. Mm-hmm. You That's think a be... first person, like, uh, I think it was like parkour elements, so like yeah, yeah. action, uh, yep. action game. It all takes place. Is that real? Yeah, it's like in a yeah. cyberpunk world. It's oh, cool. It's like a it looks alright. Yeah, it kind of se- seems like a kind of dishonored, kind of like Mirror's Edge, kind of like. Yeah, all those things sound good. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Cool. Well. Um, what about you guys? Uh, I would say a game that I would recommend that I play some of and that I'm getting is Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. I think it's a really, oh. I think it's a pretty fun fighting game. It's good. And it's a fighting game. Yeah, it's there's a, a Power Rangers fighting game. Yeah, it's been out. There's a couple. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's 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 the latest and newest Power Rangers fighting game. It looks for what? Uh, it's multi platform. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, it looks really budget because it uses the engine of a mobile game. Like some of the models are very similar, yeah. but classic. It's not like just because it like don't judge a book by its cover because it might look budget, but it's actually a pretty decently fun fighting game. Me and a friend of mine were playing it for a little while, um, and I got to try out some of the characters. Um, one of our favorites being Zed. He is so <laughs> ridiculous and true to character. Like, 
His level three is just getting a bunch of putties and just them curb stomping you as he watches. It's great. <laughs> like, Zed is so cool. Like, they got Magna Defender. He's really fun. Um, he sold Quantum me. Ranger, Quantum Ranger is DLC, <laughs> and he looks really great. Um, what platform are you getting it on, Anthony? I'm probably getting it on Steam. Okay. Dang. Now you and Rob can't play against each other. Oh. Probably. We probably could. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, never mind. Does it work uh, cross-platform? Cross-platform? Uh, I might need to ask. Okay. Um, I just know I'm buying it on Steam just because I know Alex and I do a lot of fighting game matches together. Like, we play Guilty Gear together from time to time. Um, so there you go. Okay. That's my recommendation. Nice. Always out there with your your uh, video game stories and recommendations, <laughs> Anthony. I mean, it's it's a welcome it's a welcome uh, perspective. Honestly. Yeah. Well, hey, you know me. I'm an out there guy. It's true. All right, Aaron. What would you recommend? Me. Yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> no, God, no. Don't buy that game. Uh. Base Call PS4. of the Sea. Call of the Sea? Call of the Sea. I've heard of that. Yeah. I have not heard of that. Super cool. Uh, it's like a story-based uh, kind of puzzle-like narrative game similar to uh, Gone Home, but like with puzzles and stuff. Cool. Yeah, no, it's super cool. The uh, graphics are really good. Like the art direction is beautiful. Um, is that like me and Maybe? Huh. I don't know. Me and a couple friends played it uh, through Steam. Well, somebody streamed it, and we all uh, figured out all the puzzles together, which I think is a good way to play it. Uh, How many multiplayer? It's not multiplayer. Oh, it's not? Okay, okay. It's, That's so cool. It was cool. one person controlling it, and then everybody else just, like, you know, trying to figure it out together. I like so I think it's a good way to play uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good way to play it. Um yeah, it's like, I mean, it's not like a long game, but I think it's definitely like a uh, interesting game to like sit down and play. It's like only a couple hours. Cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, I think if you get it on Steam for like, I think the base game is like $20, but if you pay a couple bucks extra, like I think it's like 23 total, you get like the art book and the soundtrack. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sweet. Yes. Yeah. All right, Rob, you're up. Okay. Um, As you scramble to find a game to recommend. It, it, legitimately, I was looking around my room. I was like, uh, uh, uh. I can already <laughs> tell you the game Rob's going to recommend. It's Tales of Burst. I was actually going to go. say it. <laughs> I knew it. Well, the thing is, I was, I was going to preface it by saying it's not... Yesterday, for all of you listening, I was telling Blaze he should pick up Tales of Berseria. It's been a reoccurring thing that I said to him. Like, you should probably. It's the haunted house of Rob. It's mind, the haunted house he of my mind. Reliving the same uh, Christmas night where he is haunted by three <laughs> ghosts, which are uh, Bandai Namco's. Like, S- get this game to be played by Blaze, please. Um, Otherwise, and if I, if Rob doesn't, he will uh, be a gravestone. Yeah, I'm. They they show me. Uh, a funeral and i think it's my brother's uh cremation and i'm like oh god it's him and then i see my brother go near the casket and i'm like oh he's alive then who's in the casket and then it says robert core and then i end up in the casket and i'm like i want to live 
That is from the movie yep. Scrooged. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Anyway, the Tales of Bruceria. Uh, I actually do recommend it, uh, though. I we talked about it last night, and I just actually am thinking of rebooting it onto my re-uploading it because I believe it's on sale right now on the PSN net- network. I said the PSN network. Oh, it's super cheap. It's super cheap right, right now. now on most platforms. I'm pretty on every platform. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's one of those games that kind of gives you a lot of story, a lot of bang for your buck. Uh, the characters are all very interesting. Um, it has a weird ending. Is the only like kind of detract As every JRPG does. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a very classic. It's a very fascinating take on uh, every Tales game has like a very um, interesting take that they bring into their JRPGs, like usually it'll be a very kind of similar looking story, but with a slight twist to it. Um, this one, this one looks like really like it to me as an outsider, it looks very like Grimm's fairy tale inspired. Yeah. It just from what I don't know about the game, just aesthetically. Basically, I think the way you could sell this as is you're playing as usually the villain of these kind That's of games. Sick. Yeah. And it's cool. And, uh, of course, there's, like, shades of gray to it. Like, in the very beginning, something happens, and you're like, okay, I'm on totally on the side of the main character. But you can look at it and be like, okay, but what they did is probably a good thing, too, um, without giving up too much of the story. But it's, it's very fascinating. It's a good return to the form of uh, Tales, because... For a while, it was kind of going into a turn where it was like the gameplay was becoming very easy, and it just made the things monotonous to get through. Hmm. Um, they're kind they kind of boost the difficulty level for this one, but it's not unbeatable. Like before, you could like just like it was like fighting wet paper. Uh, right now, you're fighting like um, I guess Teflon. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of something. Uh, no, I got you. It, yeah. it, you have to use your brain you to... instead of uh, just clicking the button yeah. or whatever. Yeah. That's good. It keeps you engaged, I guess, is a way to describe yeah, it. Yeah, there's enough of a difficulty um, there to keep you engaged, but not enough that will make you throw your controller and be like, God damn it. That's good. Yeah. Those controllers are getting more and more expensive. Exactly. So, yeah. um, Take those chances. The, the only Tales game, as I don't know if I've said this like an old man uh, repeating himself on the podcast before, but the only Tales game I've ever played is called Eternal Sonata. Yep. Uh, not even a Tales game. <laughs> Super good. It is really, good. really excellent game. Wish <clears throat> the PS3 version, which is the definitive edition, was ported either to like Steam uh-huh. and or there was an upgrade for the 360 version that you could like have backwards compatibility to with uh like xbox compat like a backwards compatibility but i might whatever i might actually look into uh using the steam account to and plug in a playstation 3 controller just to try that one out because you've said nothing but good things about it i don't think it's on steam is what I was just saying. Oh, yeah. I, there is no I way totally, to play that game. There's totally, no way to play the definitive edition oh, unless well, you buy a PS3 copy of that game. Well, I think uh, the only other way is to play uh, 
play it on Xbox 360. Yeah, the easiest way to play that game would probably be a 360. Yeah. But you're not getting all of the content yeah. and all of the characters. Yeah. How um, how expensive I, do you think it would be on Amazon right now? Probably closer to 30 bucks than not. Uh, you know. It was like weirdly limited print. I remember mm-hmm. when I got it, I was surprised. This was in the era of I'm surprised there is a JRPG exclusive to the 360. That was that's how they sold it, and that's why I bought it because I was like, "This is going to be special," which it really was special because it's super weird fever dream. Oh, but totally. Also, if you pre-ordered it, you got a like a special Eternal Sonata faceplate, like one of four variants for a uh, oh yeah your 360, and I thought that was pretty cool. So, uh, yeah. just for everyone, it is currently thirty-one dollars on the for the PlayStation Three. And there is only seven copies left in stock. Wow! Wow! wow really good. So <laughs> soft. <laughs> awesome. Uh, okay. Well, I honestly, Rob, if you start that game, I'll say it publicly on the podcast. I will. If you start that game, I will play. Like we'll set checkpoints or something. We'll play at the same time. <laughs> we'll report back on the podcast oh how God. how we've done. There we go. So. I need to grab, but only if you if you restart it. So. Okay. Okay. Do you mean? But if you don't commit, to you it, mean then I. I you mean Berseria or do you mean? Berseria. Okay. Berseria. I'll let okay. you know. I'll let okay. you know. All right. Please let me know by the time that it's still on sale, because if oh, it goes back to full price, I'm, I'm, I'm probably <laughs> I'm gonna probably see how many things I need to delete tonight uh, to uh, re-upload Berseria. Re-download it. Gotcha. But, All right. Well. Does anyone else have anything uh, for they want to say before Christmas or holiday 2020 for everyone <laughs> out there listening? Well, oh, oh fantastic. Yeah. Now I get to write that down. Write that <laughs> I, all I did was burp. Yeah. No one will know, uh, Anthony. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, all I have to say is a Merry Christmas to all and to all a good <laughs> Okay, what timestamp was that? <laughs> Merry Christmas, boys. You get to edit stuff out. He, he means... What a wonderful gift. Yeah, there you go. No one will know. I'm just going to bleep it so no one will know. Oh, so much. And I'm going to have to bleep that too, so Rob. Much for, so much for my... <laughs> I'm to bleep that too. <laughs> it's too easy. <laughs> Clay just keeps getting gifts. It's not a child friendly podcast. Uh, yeah. We might want to wrap up what? soon before what? we yes, keep please. giving him. I hope my Christmas suffering brings you Christmas joy. And, uh, <laughs> and if you're not celebrating Christmas, well, I hope it brings you joy in uh, any time of winter, uh, bliss, I guess. Be with so. your families and love the ones you're with. Well, maybe don't be with your families. During yeah, I was about to say that. Uh, if, if, well, unless you're already living with them. Well, yeah. Yes. That's be with the but ones. Think of them. Be the ones I that guess. are good with yes. you if you can. Love, if, love your families and uh, tell them you love them. I guess. There you go. Your true yep. families. There you go. Yeah. Happy holidays. Hopefully next year works out a little bit better. We'll yeah. see you then. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, we will. We will maybe have a, a New Year's podcast, but uh, who knows? So. And who knows? Maybe. And who knows if I'll even be there? We can never tell. <laughs> just like. Just like. The yeah. Holidays. What to do? All right. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Happy See holidays. Yeah. Uh, bye.